0: You're entering the Side Mission Podcast. Three friends that love gaming and love
1: experiencing original content and old school classics give their thoughts on the latest releases and newest topics in the gaming industry. Power up
2: and let's get started. Welcome in everyone to the newest episode of Side Mission. I like always am your host, the captain of the ship, Rusty Ellis, joined by the boys, Kyle Lynch, Matt Beck, and today we're talking about Resident Evil Village 8-age. I don't know. Apparently it's pronounced village. I don't know. Anyways, uh, we're going to be talking about Resident Evil Village, Resident Evil 8, the newest game in the Resident Evil franchise. Um, I think we've all had really positive experiences with it so far. I know I have. I know you both have played a lot more than I have because, well, work's had me busy. Uh, But... I think that there's a lot of positivity around this game, and I haven't seen us think a lot of negative thoughts, so we'll go ahead and just dive right in. Kyle, you're the real veteran here of Resident Evil. I know you played a lot of the originals. You've played a lot of the remakes that have come out. Uh, tell me, where do you think so far Village stacks up in terms of Resident Evil games?
0: For me personally, Village is very high up there. It's it's pretty... ah. Uh... I got to say, this game balances the amount of action and the amount of horror. It... I, I I, have to commend Capcom for scaring the daylights out of me during the Dollmakers level, because I, I can't think of another game where I have felt so helpless and defenseless and terrified. But at the same time, like, it's, you know, it, it's what we wanted. This is a horror game, and so much on the horror aspect that i mean i got to say i wasn't i wasn't expecting to like this game as much as i did i didn't think that it was going to be up there with you know like resident evil 2 resident evil 2 was probably my favorite out of the series and this game is right up there with it because it just really really delivers on everything i wanted out of this game i mean there's just so much to talk about here the visuals are stunning the gameplay is so smooth the, I think one of one of the one of my favorite mechanics in the game is when you're in the castle, and you start being hunted by Lady Dimitrescu. It really gave me Resident Evil Two Mister X vibes when he would just walk around and hunt you because you just. You'd open a door and there he is, and that's how it was when you were being hunted by Lady Dimitrescu. It was so terrifying when she would just show up somewhere, and now you got to book it because she's gonna kill you. It's this game is phenomenal. I loved it.
2: No, not tall vampire lady. Don't talk about her like that. That's my favorite part of the game. I'm just kidding. Okay, but I, realistically, I do agree with you. I think that the castle area is. It feels like you know hardcore Resident Evil. Um, when it comes to puzzles, when it comes to just the amount of uh, scares, when it comes to just that feeling you get in Resident Evil games, I, I've I've said often that my critique of Resident Evil Seven Biohazard was always that I really enjoyed it. I think it's a great game. It's a solid like eight and a half out of ten game. Um, I did feel that at certain points it played it a little safe, and I mean that's amongst other criticisms about how the game wraps up, but. Um, I agree with you in every aspect. They really seem like in this game that if Resident Evil 7 was them playing it safe, this one they've decided that all the chips are on the table. They are playing everything they have. They're throwing out everything they can at you. Um, uh, Matt, I want to ask you if you think this is an accurate comparison because I know that uh, we talked about this a little bit when we first started the game Um, A lot of people have said that if if Biohazard was similar to Resident Evil 1, Resident Evil 2, maybe even Resident Evil 3 somewhat, um, the Village is very similar to Resident Evil 4. Uh, Do you see that comparison, and uh, do you think that's a good comparison for a game like this?
1: I I see the comparison where it comes to the fact that Resident Evil 4 was such a uh, drastic evolution of the series where we went from uh, you know, a single camera angle, uh, stationary camera angle to uh, what we got was a uh, third person uh, game with Resident Evil 4. And it really upped a lot of, you know, the ante here uh, became more action than what we were used to with the first three Resident Evil games. And Resident Evil 8, if I was going to say, uh, definitely did that from its counterpart, Resident Evil 7, it still kept intact the uh the kind of you know uh first person view that we got you know you don't get to see your character you just get to see his hands and we'll get back to that later um, yes we will And this game, this this game is probably the perfect, you know, blend of what we got with Resident Evil 7. And then it decided to kind of bring back a little bit more of that action coming from Resident Evil 4. And, you know, carried on from the series before Resident Evil 7 came out. Um, it, to me, it still has that kind of haunted house horror that we got from 7. You still have, you know, uh, in, in 7 when you're in the house and jack is like walking around and a legitimate fear that i know people have is being watched being stalked being chased and uh when you get to the castle in this game that's the, that's the exact feeling you get like if you are not a really good pair of, of headphones with this game Hearing the footsteps coming from a uh, you know big tall gothic vampire lady uh, Demetresque, um, that's the same kind of feeling you got with Jack. And like I would find myself just chilling in a room, being like, "Okay, I know I'm gonna walk out this door. I'm gonna see either like her three dot da- one of her three daughters or her walking around." And like, I the game is just it it pulls it off flawlessly. And this is what I really wanted to see with Evolution of the series because we saw the potential with Resident Evil 7. And I really think that they finally got that perfect blend of, you know, a real horror game with jump scares. Um, you know, perfect sound design that really adds to the atmosphere, which is another uh great thing about this game is the atmosphere is incredible. I love, you know, gothic horror and they put that in this game and it did it very well. And there's a lot of variety. Uh, in the levels, it's it's not stale. Like how I felt Resident Evil 7 to me kind of got stale because you were in that Louisiana setting with like an old, you know, old house in the bayou and then you're in a swamp. And this, this game, you know, it, it still keeps gothic horror with each different section that you go through and it keeps it like very well, uh, you know, together and, and everything flows so great together. So just... uh I can understand the comparisons to four just because of the evolution of the series. And I definitely think that Capcom has finally going in the right direction with the series.
2: I think that Capcom has really figured something out here. Um, I'm not quite sure what it, what it is it took from, you know, I think obviously everybody agrees that with resident evil six, the biggest issue was that it became a full on action game. That was the biggest issue with, and with six. And I think all three of us agree with that, right?
0: Oh, Absolutely.
2: Yeah, Yeah. so the problem they had then was that, okay, we need to figure out what it is that fans want. Ultimately, what fans wanted from Resident Evil was pretty simple. They just wanted a game that was a good horror game mixed with some action elements. Okay, I know a lot of people that consider Resident Evil 4 to be the best game in the franchise. I know a lot of other people that think the first three, any one of those, could also lay claim to that um, because just the horror aspect of it all is uh it's just it's just what they think definitive resident evil is. Ultimately, where 5 and 6 really missed the mark was just going a little too like heavy-handed with the action, um kind of just making it a little too action heavy. Uh but this game finds that balance. And I again, I think what Matt said was accurate about 7 is that it does get a little stale at some point, um especially in the latter part of the game where you get a machine gun um I, I didn't really feel like that was needed i feel like the pistol and the shotgun were more than enough i don't really think you need a machine gun at this point in the game but again that's just the decision they made there uh i think that this game has that balance though because there are certainly some horrifying moments i mean the first time you're attacked by a lichen, uh that's terrifying <laughs> that is one of the biggest jump scares in the game but I will say this, and I told Kyle this when I first started playing this game. One thing I like about this game, versus seven, this one felt very more story focused. It felt very much like you were progressing towards a goal. And in Resident Evil Seven, it felt like early on when you find Mia in you know in in the you know the Dolby residence, it just kind of felt like there was no real clear end goal. You know, it felt like the end goal the whole time was to let's escape the mansion, let's escape the bayou. Well, the problem is, is that along the way, there's just no real, I guess, smaller goals that like build you to that. Obviously, you're working to get into other rooms and to scrounge for ammo, scrounge for supplies to create med kits and all that. And we'll get to med kits and what they're able to do in this game in a second because, ooh, wee, they're able to do a lot. <laughs> but, but. I think that this game it, it goes from okay uh, you need to figure out where your daughter is okay now we need to get to this residence because uh, maybe they'll have answers okay now we need to go and get into the castle because they're being because maybe the da- our daughter's held there okay they're not there okay so we need to explore these other areas to figure out where she is but there's clear and obvious objectives and I feel like the structure of this game it, it just it beats Resident Evil 7 to a pulp uh, along with being, again, more story-focused, more narrative-driven. Um, I feel like, as a whole, they really nailed that feeling of it. And and Matt stole everything I was going to say about Atmosphere, because Atmosphere, this is one of the best games in terms of this is how you do uh, a gothic atmosphere. This is how you let the setting of the game tell the story. This is how you do all of that, because I think this game does that fantastically and i think we'd be remiss and i'll let Kyle kind of go into more of this here. Um i think we'd be remiss Kyle if we didn't talk about the visuals in this game because this game especially in its best moments outside when you're looking at just the landscape as a whole this game is beautiful.
0: I got this on PS5 because i knew that it was going to look amazing and i am so blown away by how good this i mean this this game feels like a next-gen game to me. The ray tracing is so nice. And
2: oh lord, this of... dude's back on ray tracing. <laughs> in a lot, dude, I'm telling you, in a lot of the
0: dark lit areas where you've just got torches on the wall, it's so beautiful. Where you're going through, just you, you know, just looking at all the light particles that are—they're not just a still image on the wall. Like you can actually see the light moving around it. It's—it's just so captivating sometimes. Looking at just the, the environment itself, there's one point in the game where you come outside, and you're kind of up on a mountain, and it's daytime, and you just see the whole landscape, and it's just so beautiful. I was blown away with how great this game looks. I, I couldn't have asked for anything better. It, it's so
2: good. So Kyle, I'll ask you then, because again, you're kind of the you're the Resident Evil guy here. Uh, do you see the comparisons to Ford? Do you think that that's a good comparison for this game? Oh
0: yeah, for sure. It's this game definitely has a lot more action, especially towards the end of the game. It is a lot of just run and gun. It it gets crazy, but I don't hate that. I I honestly I kind of enjoyed it because it, throughout most of the game, there are, you know, they make you feel, you know, just defenseless against these big bads, and, you know, right at the very end, you've got this crazy arsenal of weapons that you've built up, and you finally just get to unload on just so many enemies, and you just feel, you feel like a big bad yourself, you know, you just took down all these bosses, and you're just mowing down waves and waves of enemies, and it's, it's honestly a lot of fun. Um but, I feel like that's where a lot of people are making the connections to Resident Evil Four because this game is so much more action packed than Seven was, and Resident Evil Four was like Matt said, a big moment for the Resident Evil franchise because that's where they started you know getting into more of the action, and then I feel like that's you know it it became a little bit more difficult for them to kind of balance the horror and action. And they kind of started going a little bit too much into, you know, it almost became a shooter game and not a horror game. And this game, I feel like, perfectly balanced what they've been trying to do with the previous installments. And I really, really hope to see them continue to use this same formula and beef it up and make it better.
2: So my question is then this. So... And, I'll, and Matt, we'll start with you on this, because obviously, I mean, Kyle just got done talking, so I'll give you a chance here. Um, what do we feel about the length of this game? Because I've seen a lot of conflicting reports that say, and eh, you can beat it in about nine hours, That eh, you can beat it in about 12 to 15 hours. And I, I don't know, I guess personally for me, I guess maybe I was hoping for a little bit longer of a game than that. I was hoping for a game that might take 20 to 30 hours to beat. Uh, Matt you've played like I said a little bit more than me. Do you feel like the pacing in this game is good? Do you feel like the timing of everything works? What are your thoughts as to if if that's how long this game is? Let's say 12 hours. because That's a happy medium. Uh, do you think that's a good length for this game?
1: Well, I I do think that the game could have been Longer, but it definitely didn't outstay its welcome. I mean by the time I got done beating the game I I was pretty satisfied with the length Um. But it does kind of drop in quality, I'm not going to lie, at midpoint around the game because you just kind of fully understand, you know, what you're doing. And then uh, luckily the game has such beautiful, you know, level design and, you know, uh, the puzzles are, (laughs) I think that's kind of where I kind of like, you know, with... Every door is locked. Every every item that you interact with needs to have another object, uh combined objects. And I mean that's a classic Resident Evil formula, which I know is not one of my favorites from the past game. So seeing that kind of make a comeback was a little kind of uh off-putting for me. But um with the length of the game, it I don't I am not trying to say that I wish that uh they didn't take it in the direction that they did. But I I did have some complaints with it, with the whole, um, you know, it it just felt very cookie cutter in the whole. You have all these, you know, different, uh, I'm I'm just going to say levels, these stages that you have to go through. And it's kind of a wash, rinse, repeat sort of thing, because you know that you're looking for a specific um, item to progress to the next set. So once you find that and it's like, well, you get the key to the next area and it just follows that same formula that a lot of games tend to follow. And then it just the story gets really excited in the beginning and then you're you're excited to go through it. And then you get to a certain point where you're just kind of like, all right, I'm ready for it to end. I, I, I am. I'm ready for it to be over. But it does throw a, it does throw kind of a twist at you at the end, which made it a little exciting to get closer there to the end. Um but yeah i will i'll say that uh i i think that they could have done a little bit more kind of in the midsection of the game um it did kind of drop off in like how much action was going on but i really appreciate the second stage because it's not so much focus on action but it, it's the, it's the perfect formula of horror which is what i love to see in games like this because Resident Evil in my, in my heart will always be a horror survival game, not a horror action game.
2: Okay. I've got to be honest here. I'm a little confused. Okay. So does the game outstay it's welcome or doesn't it? Because you kind of just, you said it, I feel like you said it didn't. And then you kind of said that at some point you were ready for it to end. So I'm kind of confused there.
1: Oh uh, yeah. Let me rephrase that right quick. Um, Pretty much what I mean is the fact that um, it does outstay it's welcome. It does to me. I, I felt like it could have been shorter, but I mean, I don't want anyone to go and, and, and buy this game and thinking it's too short because it's not too short. I think it's the perfect length, but it's like it does get to the point where i kind of like, OK, I am ready for it to be over, though.
2: Hmm. All right. Well, that's interesting. Anyways, uh, Kyle, tell me what I, I know that you've talked about something you didn't enjoy in the game and that was the fact that once you leave an area you can't really go back. Uh please elaborate on that and kind of talk about like what you think about that. You've gotten to the end of the game, do you still feel that way or uh, what what do you think about that whole mechanic?
0: Up until I beat the game, I did not like that. I I wanted to be able to go back and get all the collectibles that I missed. However, upon beating the game and now replaying it, I understand a little bit more why it, it is the way it is and why the game is the length that it is. Because I feel as though this game is meant to be played multiple times over because there are new things to do. There, There is an end game shop that you get opened up to that you get credits for where you can unlock new content. You can unlock, you know, just all this different stuff. So it encourages you to go and beat the game again and try, you know, and get all the collectibles another time or a third time. And now whether or not that works, I'm not entirely sure because I feel as though after my second playthrough, I probably... I'm I'm honestly just replaying for the collectibles. I feel like I will not... I will not want to play it again unless I'm going for the Platinum. And... I, now that I've been in it, I gotta say, I don't dislike the fact that you cannot go back to other areas, because had I been able to do that, I would not have replayed this game at all. I would have gone back to those areas, I would have gotten all the collectibles, and that just would have been it. I never would have replayed the game. And now it's giving me a, you know, a greater appreciation for the game, because once you you know once you've done everything, it took me no time to beat the entire castle level, even getting getting a hundred percent you know in all the rooms, getting all the collectibles and stuff. It didn't take me that long, and I feel like this playthrough I could probably beat the game in six hours or less. so the length I feel like the first playthrough is you know at at some point it does get a little bit long. But the second time through it's gonna be so much faster, and then the third time dude you'll you'll be beating it in three hours and speed runs on YouTube you know before you know it because you know all the puzzles, you know where all the enemies are You're, it, it's pretty just straightforward at that point,
2: yeah, I really wanted to get your thoughts on that whole you know when you can't go back to another area. I said this because I think both of you kind of i don't want to say complained about it because that just sounds kind of childish, but you but that was a negative for you both uh the whole time for me, I just kind of looked at it as that forces you to be more thorough. It forces you when you're exploring to actually explore every nook and cranny of an area, and it forces you to actually make sure that you swept through everywhere. I mean, Kyle, we talked about that that lamp, that light puzzle that I found uh, that you didn't find on your first playthrough, and neither one of you had no idea what I was talking about when I brought the puzzle up. And I don't even want to talk about that puzzle because it was stupid. Um, But, anyways, yeah, I I, like I said, I, I I think I would prefer the game's time be used a little bit more wisely. I mean, I think that again, the game could be longer, and I think you could use the time a little bit more wiser. Um, I'm still kind of trying to piece together what Matt said because it sounded like he said something the first time, and then he like recanted the whole thing when I asked for clarification. Um, but as a whole, I know that we've kind of critiqued the game these last couple of minutes. I know that we can all safely say that we really enjoy this game. So ultimately, uh, Kyle, start with you, then we'll go to Matt, and then we'll come back to me. Uh where do you think this game ultimately will stack up when we look here in December at you know end of the year games
0: I think that this game it, if they give us you know a little bit of DLC like they did with Resident Evil 7 just to make it last the rest of the year I think this game could be in the running for game of the year just because of how popular it is being a Resident Evil game and being as good of a Resident Evil game as it was. However, we have a lot of really good games that, you know, are supposed to be coming out this year, and I'm not entirely sure that this game will be as remembered as some of the other ones because, for example... You know, when when we're getting some of these other games that are coming out, these new, these new uh, you know, exclusives that are coming out, hopefully we'll see Halo Infinite, hopefully we'll see, you know, a, a lot of new PlayStation exclusives, but a lot of them are going to be longer campaigns. We're looking, you know, 20, 30 hour campaigns, and I feel like those games are going to be so much more remembered because it wasn't beaten in nine hours on your first playthrough. And you had to spend so much more time and you got so much more appreciation for the game itself because, you know, you had to work so much harder to get to that end result. And I, I really don't know. I think that this game has, it has an argument to be in Game of the Year. However, we really have some strong contenders for it and we will have, we'll have to see.
1: Yeah, I I agree. It's kind of hard to say right now just because of the fact that we do not know what games are going to be announced. We got uh, E3 in about less than a month right now, so um, it could be anyone's game but for me Resident Evil 8 Village is it's going to stand out. I don't think it's going to fall under the same curse that games that get released early on in the year that tend to be forgotten about because the fact that this year has been so slow on game releases, you know, we've had several good games coming out, but Resident Evil Village is probably like one of the most, you know, anticipated games that was announced um about uh several, I think last year it was. So it's definitely not going to be forgotten. It, it's it's going to be it's going to be you know remembered by Resident Evil fans alike, and I think even people who don't necessarily consider themselves like Resident Evil fans, um, but if they did play this game, and I, you know I do hope they enjoyed it. So I can de- I can see it being there in like Game of the Year contender, but it's just really hard to say due to the fact that we still don't know what's coming out. We know we still got uh, you know sequels to Horizon Zero Dawn. We still got Halo Infinite. Uh, we still got You know, whatever Sony's got, you know, planned to announce, whatever Microsoft, whatever Nintendo's got planned to announce, just, you know, nobody has shown the cards yet. You know, they have they're, they're, you know, they're still got their hand up. We don't know what they have in store for us, but Resident Evil Village is going to be uh, definitely a a game of the year contender, at least in my opinion.
2: Okay. You had me with half of that statement. You lost me with the other half. So the half that I do agree with, I say, uh, I think this is the front runner so far. Uh, I think I think this is 100% the front runner so far, and I don't think it's particularly close. I think that when I look at games that have come out so far this year, I mean, Hitman 3 was good. Not not arguing that. It was good, but I don't know if it was Game of the Year material. I think it was a really, really good game, but not quite there. And then New Pokemon Snap is the other one, and to be honest, uh, I don't think that deserves to be in the conversation. I, I don't. So... uh the, the part I disagree with, and this is as, as a sports person who literally projecting as part of my job, uh, it is never too early to actually start looking at that stuff because we have a lot of announcements as far as what is coming out this year. Now, there are some we are still awaiting on confirmation of, but we know for the most part what we're getting this year. So I think at this point, it is safe to say, this will be in that conversation. It's safe to make that statement. So I will make that statement now, and you can go and you can clip this moment. Resident Evil Village will be a contender for Game of the Year at the end of the year in December, and we'll revisit this statement later because I am actually interested, and I'm going to enjoy being right. So with that being said, uh, thank you for listening to this episode. I know it's been... This is, I, like, I think I like the fact that we actually dove in a little more critical on this. I like this. We need to do this more often instead of just talking and uh, kissing up to these game developers. So, uh, for Kyle Lynch, Matt Beck, I'm Rusty Ellis. Be sure to check us out on Twitter at Side Mission Pod and our YouTube channel, Side Mission Podcast. Thanks for listening.
0: You've been listening to the Side Mission Podcast. Keep up with new episodes and download your favorites in the Hints and Oakley Podcast Center.